case. You know, yourself, if you call somebody and ask them to bring brownies to the church social, uh, it's easy for them to say no on the phone. It's more difficult to say, Marilyn, would you would you mind making a pan of brownies for the social? You're gonna say, okay, I yeah, can sure do that. I can do that. <laughs> See? And that's that's the whole thing of it. We've we've done away with this face to face contact, and that's the issue. Well, it's going to be a real issue when we have this birthday party being planned to have 40 people bring dishes. Is it still on? Oh, don't you worry about that. 40 dishes that you there could be one of everything, or there could be. We had, uh, and I think I told you this, we had a UMW meeting, we had seven meatloaves. It's okay, and one pie. <laughs> well, I know that many of my friends would just bring bags of chips. <laughs> well, here's what I Then you make a vat of salsa. I make, I do a nacho bar, and then anybody can bring anything that goes on nachos, and I provide the chips. So in La, at La Cantina in Cedar Rapids, you can get a giant box of chips for 25 bucks. I fed over 100 people at a birthday party <laughs> for $25 worth of chips. And not a birthday party, a, we had a summer solstice event. And we had all kinds of people bring wonderful things. And I made brown rice and black beans, and I spiced it up with smoked poblanos, and I mean, it was, it was like, See, that's $10 adventure. for a whole roaster. You just need, of food. To, need to say chips will be furnished. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that cuts that out. They can't bring chips. <laughs> but then people can bring meats and cheese. They can buy salsa if they want to. There's all, I mean, there's all kinds of things that people can bring. And then you have a theme. Okay. They kind of like I it. Know, I mean, you guys convinced me to, to, to do it. So we'll, we're going to have it. Good. <clears throat> and it's going to be for both uh, Carolyn and I. Because our birthdays are only four months apart. Oh, okay. So we're going to both celebrate our 70th birthday. Okay. Sounds perfect. The other thing that I can offer you, because I've been thinking about your party, really? is... I, this is the first I know about a party, so... At, I well, anybody on the boards invited. At Onslow, we have a community hall. And if you walk in from the back, there's no steps at all. If you walk in from the front, there's like two or three steps up onto the main floor. Like two, just little two, ones. yeah. They're not, not hard or difficult. <clears throat> and it's dirt cheap, $15. Well, I'm getting the one in Monticello for nothing. Oh, well, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. This is the one that the, the um, coalition. Oh, coalition. Oh, had, the vets. Had, yeah. Uh -huh. the, the community center. And uh, that seats 300, only, but we're only going to have 40. And Carlos. Row and uh, Bobby Trackers will, will be playing. What? Yeah. <laughs> what oh place are we talking God. about? Um, where we have the? Are you talking about where we have the the uh, gala? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, the it's upstairs. Building. Upstairs next yeah. to the library. They call it the community building. Up yeah, there. I think that's yeah community building. Dance floor. Yeah. Oh, I love that place. Uh, so do I. And so, um, well, especially if you get it free. Used to have homecoming. And All I have to do is yeah. give them a five hundred dollar check for. Uh, so it's bonded there or something. Yeah, in case gotta, we destroy it. Yeah, in case you guys go crazy, drinky pop. Keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> I'm not the one. You well, it's going to be a, a BYOB. Bring your own bottle. If you want to drink, you you bring your own. Mm. So Pepsi works, huh? Yeah, yeah. a big bottle of lemonade. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll have music, and it's just you know, it's been like crossing a threshold. You're seven years old. I never thought I'd make it to 60. I never <laughs> thought I'd make it to 50. So 70 Yay. is... Yay! Uh, I think I'm going to live to be 100, so what's going to happen to me? 
probably go to Wild Bake Crackers, and who else is going to be there? Uh, Carlos Ferro, the guy who played the fiddle for the. Well, were you at the at the gala? gala? You were at the gala, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. Remember the guy who played fiddle? That that sounded like twelve different instruments or more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's he designed it uh, himself and it or made it himself and it's Ooh. it's really good. Is this shindig? On November 9th. Oh, okay. I, I think that's about the away. first weekend in first full weekend in. Uh, it's the second weekend. Second, second weekend. Saturday. Mm -hmm. Second weekend in November? Yeah. It'd have to be because second, nine days yeah. 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 gonna have a holiday in there somewhere. Well, um, we're still on the table talk here, so we got into birthday Scott, talk. Do a little editing here. <laughs> Are you recording? Yeah, I can oh, stop yeah. it. You don't have yeah. to stop it for this. Well, so. then he doesn't have to fast forward. He can just start it again once we start. Well, you got birthday party there anyway, don't you? Two yeah. birthday clubs. 7 to 11, Richard T. 70th birthday, and the last word is celebrate. Oh, so. Celebrate. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, it's just, I'm just flabbergasted I made it this far. I, uh, I never thought it'd last this long. <laughs> well, in two years, we're going to have a 40, 60, 80 celebration. 40 years of being married together. Matt will be 60, I'll be 80. Oh wow! And we're gonna do it big. Wow! Gonna have a big ball in your in your gym? No, we're gonna do it down. I, I'm thinking that a pavilion at at Camp Courageous. Really? Oh, that would be nice. Wow! That's my goal. That's cool. <laughs> if you're an employee, if you've been an employee at Camp Courageous, you can get it for a discount. You still gotta pay for. Heat or air conditioning, and you know. What time of year were you talking about? Oh, I think August would be good. You know who can? If you were looking for a band to play, you know Ken Winter. You remember Ken? Mm-hmm. He plays uh, plays drums for a band called. Uh, Does he? Yeah, it's and they have horns and everything. Really good music. They they do a lot of cover stuff from the '60s, and of course he loves the Beatles. But uh, they have a little bit of a horn section, and the guy who sings is actually the the guy librarian from here, Anamosa. Oh, yeah. He Steve, has a heck of a voice. Yeah, Blue Sixty. Yeah, Blue, Blue Sixty. Was well, that what they call? Oh, that's it? the band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, Steve's great. They do Sweet Caroline, and it's like crazy insane. Yeah. Oh my word! Like. The women go nuts. I never, I've never seen anything like. It. I don't understand why. I never liked Neil Neil Diamond. I didn't either. It was like. I know. But well, if man, they did, that song makes those women go crazy. I, I would prefer they do Neil movie. Young. Sweet. <coughs> well, maybe we can have both of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're looking for a band, go play. Hey, I I appreciate all the knowledge that I can find. That's that's a good thing. And that will happen in August of um, 2022. 2022? Oh mm -hmm. Wow, it'll be here in no time. <laughs> oh yeah, I know it will. It's, this is amazing, but it will. See, our birthday, well, we got married on January 1, and our birthdays are in February and March. Well, weather, you know, so I'm going to move it August. Yeah. And then, then maybe my kids can even come from California and... She got married on New Year's Day. Yeah. Wow. And the church was full. 
It was, and it was 27 below. <laughs> oh, that I believe, because it was 24 below the day I got married in January. <laughs> it was a wicked day, but we made that. it. And what was, was funny was we thought, <clears throat> well, well, we had this arrangement where we were going to stay, and, and it would be close to, we could go to Galena, and we could do this, and we could do that. Snowed like crazy for two days, and we were darn lucky that we could even get home. <laughs> we wow. never, never did anything. So cool. life is crazy. It well, is. I think it's it, it's good to celebrate life whenever you get the opportunity. You're good right. with friends. You're it's right. uh, like wow. I feel really, really fortunate. Good. And, okay. uh, Do we want to finish this? So you got to go back to tragedies now. You got no, we were talking about Facebook and the the responsible way to use it. So we can jump back in there, I think. I don't know if there is a responsible way to use it. I just told you. Are you recording? Yeah. You're recording now? Yeah. We were recording the whole time, but he's going to have to edit it. Hi, Scott. <laughs> Good luck with this. I'm just going to say... love you. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> no, I think there is a responsible way to use Facebook, but I think it would have to be an entire culture change. Because right now, there are just so many people addicted to conflict that they're out there putting out messages that just make people irate. And they love stirring the pot and making that kind of and again we get back to this happen. anonymity they, they're they're not they don't have to face the people they can say things you know that, that if you don't have to wouldn't face say them, face to face exactly yeah and, and they turn vicious sometimes where they would not if they were in that room with that person exactly they may even walk away rather than to say anything but because no one they think no one's going to come after them or you know no one's going to see them, you know, they'll just say the most awful things. And that, you know, it's so dangerous for our youth. It's really dangerous for them. I mean, <clears throat> you don't know who really is texting you on the other side or whatever it is. You you don't. Mm -hmm. And um, I know I... Well, you need to interpret it that way. You know, there was a but lady... It's hard to tell young girls particularly. Yeah. That's because they want those kinds of connections that are meaningful. They do. But all they're getting is the stuff that's on the screen. Yeah. And so their experience yeah, is just too shallow. And they haven't There's had a breakdown a in the of, home, so they're, they're looking for love. And so this sounds like a really good deal. Yes. I think they, the only way you're going to get a culture change is that there's a complete shock in the system. Something has to shock everything. What do you think that could be? It always seems to be a tragedy. It, people don't learn by saying, well, I shouldn't do it that way. They, over the head. And this is, oh, maybe I should do it differently. And this is like in, in mass. And when you have leadership and you have social, not just social media, but you have media in general that sort of generates these conflicts because that's how they thrive, it, it, it People are just not as enlightened to say we should be doing this differently. We say it in small groups, we say it individually, but in mass, no. We aren't living by the example of it either. So if more of us who actually put an effort towards being compassionate towards each other 
made the effort and practiced compassion on a regular basis all the time, then we would start to see a shift. We are not giving the example of how to behave to each other. We don't even speak. You walk by someone and you don't even speak to them. You know, if you know someone's name, you should say hello. I, I say hello to even everybody if even if I don't know them. You don't have to call them by name, but if you know the person, you've seen them multiple times, and you, you recognize the person, I, I mean, just a little, don't look away right away. Acknowledge that, oh, there's a human being there. Nice to see you. You don't have to say any more than that. You don't have to get up in somebody's face. And smiles are contagious. They you know, just smile at them. You know, it's funny. You don't have to say anything. You, you create a vibration that needs a response when you it's smile. It's funny because uh, they did a survey in France <coughs> about how they felt about Americans and said they thought Americans were not real smart because they're always walking around with smiles on their face. <laughs> they, they, they like to look more stoic and... And they think there's something about if you're smart enough, you don't have to walk around with a grin on your face like you're not. Well, we don't think of them as highly intelligent, unfortunately. We think of them as rather stuck up. Yeah. So, <laughs> because, they don't, because they won't smile at you. They, they think they're better than you. I, so I don't think we need to hold the French as the level of no. how Americans no. should behave. I don't think so. You know? I, uh, we're how about, we can behave however we think we should behave, and I think in a kind, compassionate manner is, I mean, look at the pioneers. That's the way this country was, was, was founded. My goodness gracious, you had to depend on your neighbor, or you wouldn't have been able to survive. Well, yeah. see, that's the other part. We don't rough. really depend. We don't no, have to depend No, we don't on depend anyone. on anyone. And that reflects in our culture, in mm -hmm. that we are all independent, and Europeans there's nobody in the world who thinks we are a compassionate bunch of people. Right. We are not putting that forward. We are not That's right. a good example of what we claim to be. I think it's a very sad commentary. And I think that this arrogance, if we cycle back to what you were saying about when we started here, it's all about arrogance. We are. Mm -hmm. We think. We think we need to run the world. Well, you know what? We're not a leader in anything anymore. No. We not. aren't leaders. We aren't world leaders. And what we're, we need to do is get knocked conflict. down. We are. And it's not serving us well. We're world leaders in Fox News. We're world leaders in Facebook. We have a lot to be proud of in this country. But there's a lot of work to be done because when we say we live in the greatest, we, we, we don't live in that greatest country anymore. We don't. This is becoming, quickly becoming a third world country just by the way we Healthcare treat Healthcare is one example. Yeah. Yes, it is. Absolutely. We, we are not taking care of our people. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to take care of yourself if you're not, if you're not really making the money. Well, exactly. You can't afford it. No, you just can't. It's really hard to live the and dream. And we have people now, uh, I mean, we see it at the food pantry in our church. The, you know, one of the questions, we did a survey not long ago uh, through <coughs> the state, and uh, one of the questions was, um, you know, have you ever had to choose between rent and groceries or medical, mm -hmm. uh, your, you know, your medicines? Yeah. 
They're right here in Jones County. People are right here in Jones County. Oh, they have to make there's those decisions. Tons of, there's a whole bunch of homeless people right <coughs> here in Jones County. Mm -hmm. I know quite a few people who cannot cannot make their ends meet. They their children are hungry. Yeah. This is this is a one in five. These are people who are state. who are uh, not on drugs and do not participate in mm -hmm. things that suck their money away. Mm -hmm. They've given up many things in order just to live mm -hmm. and yet just to survive. Yes. Yeah, it's an existence. It's really not much of a life. No. I mean, to be it's, very honest. And it's frightening. Yeah. And we are not stepping up to help each other. And you know, this is the thing that runs through my mind, there by the grace of God go I. It could be me. I mean, you know, one bad medical bill or one major car breakdown or you know, there's an awful lot of people that live paycheck to paycheck, and if just one of those things happens, it throws them into this poverty that they can't get out of. Well, and our especially if it's a major medical bill. Yes, and we aren't very good at making it easy for us to support each other. So, no. I mean, just the rules in Jones County about having multiple dwellings on a property and mm -hmm. and all the different snags that you have to jump through or hide or whatever however you're going to try mm -hmm. to do it if you want to do it you know mm -hmm. it's really difficult to share resources yeah you know we could all be we could all be really contributing to this this almost dead downtown if we had a few more people coming in you know mm -hmm. if there were if there were people who wanted to contribute to a downtown, mm -hmm. you know, if we could invite those kinds of people in. You mentioned something that I that, that has touched me. I, I uh, you mentioned the multiple dwellings on your property. Um, it has you have to sell, and it has to be five acres. As it's was crazy. my understanding is what the neighbor told me. I, I don't know, but I mean, I've not tried to build anything. But you know, you go down to just go down to Kelowna, and they have what they call a, a grandma house. Grandma's house, yeah. And it's where the grandparents live. And how many of us? Well, maybe not, but I can, you know, I can remember grandparents living with your family. You had a grandpa and grandma, and you had your parents, and you had you, you know, and or maybe you had an uncle that lived with you or something, and and. Um, you know, if you had a little house that you could put grandpa and grandma, that's that's great. But now they're, they've taken that away from us, and we can't can't do that. Right. And I mean, we've got a single son. You know, if he wanted to build a house up on the hill, we'd have to sell him five acres. He can't just right build a house. But you know, the other thing you could do is appeal. You know, rules have been made to be broken, in my opinion, many times. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> and and the current situation, I think, if you want to, you know, get good people in, like, you know, maybe I would like to create an artist colony. I'm an artist. People like to hang out with me. I could see myself having a little Grant Wood thing going on, you know, but I'm sure that if I take that somewhere, we've got the other side of the coin that says vagrants are going to move in there and they're going to have this and they're not going to do the things that they're going to have to do. Some artists are vagrants, not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why they call them starving artists. <laughs> well, you know, Native Americans think of everybody else as a vagrant of this. Absolutely. Oh, there was a thing on the radio yesterday about the, the tribal lands and, and their, their laws and, and official, their police, you know, why they 
are they going to be able to continue with that when it's a white person that comes in and does something? If they, if they take that away from them, then white people can come in and do whatever they darn well please. That's just Tama we're talking about. Yeah. So data, I know a lot of people say, you know, you wouldn't have bad conditions on the res if you just got off the res. Well, that's the only thing that you feel any sense of sovereignty to. Absolutely. That this still belongs to you because everything else was taken. Yep, that's right. So, anyway, uh, we'll let's sort of wrap this one up because we got over a half an hour. <sighs> Good luck, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> well, we. Um, Talked about a lot of different stuff. I, I love it. Well, I think the, the main topic was actually compassion, yeah. and 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 looking for, out for one another, and how do we do that? We, I know we do it one person at a time, uh, but you feel, at least I do, that we have so much working against us. When you just watch television, almost everything that is on Netflix is about conflict. Almost every single movie is somebody holding a gun to someone else or it's something scary coming to get you. There's nothing uh, that I see out there that's worth watching. Yeah. That's why we watch Dr. Pole. He's a veterinarian who takes <laughs> care of animals. We watch science, um, I don't know, the science channel. Usually you see interesting things or how they make things because the other stuff is just exactly what you're saying. It's not it's, it's worth garbage. your time. I don't time. watch TV at all. We I don't do even it. have TV. We don't, we don't yeah. I have, I, in the winter, I can watch a movie on occasion, but I don't even get the TV turned on for summer. Well, the thing I got hooked on was uh, Doc Martin. I He's love funny. Doc Martin. Neurotic, crazy, <laughs> no social skills, but one <laughs> heck of a doctor. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was just funny. But anyway. You know, our children don't play checkers anymore. They play video games where they're killing somebody or something or blowing something up. A lot of blowing up. That seems to be really popular. We don't, it was, it's real funny because since the end of the, of the Second World War, the, the government was always trying to figure out how do we get our troops to actually kill the enemy because the vast majority of people in war were not shooting at troops. They, were, they actually believed in the Bible, said, Thou shalt not kill. And they weren't shooting at the enemy. And in Vietnam, they were trying to come up with drugs to heighten sense of, of, of fear and uh, the adrenaline. And mm -hmm. it backfired on them. So they found a perfect uh, tool, video games. Because that's a program. It's a program. And there again, once you get programmed people programmed people into it. To be able to um, blow a head it, off. Exactly. It's hard for them to come back to regular society and not want to blow, the, guy, blow yes. the guy's head off that cut him off on the, on the road. So you really, know. it's the training that we are it missing. Is. We are missing the training. There's none of that. Within the home for compassion. That's the first thing. I mean, if you've, if you've got a kid who bullies, it's because you, you say things that trigger that. You are judging people you outside. You condone it. You darn you're right. Judging, you're driving by that person on the street and you're saying, look at that. Look at who they, what are they doing? You are creating a judgment yeah. place. And so your child picks that up and then radiates that to the kids at school. Because mm -hmm. that's Racism the is the same way. That's exactly the conditioning. how it You're yep. programming people in a wrong way. We need to be compassionate. We have got to make compassion our number one 
concern, compassion is love, love of your fellow human, love of the environment, love of all living things because we know that it is a perfect, God did not mess it up. And I would add the word respect. Yes. It's all. Love is respect. Well, it's all it, of those Sometimes words. when you say the word love, people go, <laughs> That's because love gets a bad rap. People I know. That's why I use all the word respect. Love, real mushy love. Mushy love, love. I want to hug a tree. Well, what's wrong with hugging a tree? Spread. Yeah, exactly. We burn wood. <laughs> each other. Well, that's all right. But the tree, well, good. They have to die. But they're dead trees. Yeah, you're not burning live trees for heaven's sake. Well, thank you. I don't all. know how he's going to do this, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, who knows how? Scott, Goodbye. you did a, a lot of editing in this one. Yes, you do. Sorry about that. Until next month, okay. and next month we'll probably be doing this at another location, either the library or at St. Paul's. And so, no we'll decision sign has off. been made. Well, I guess it's mostly yeah. up to you guys.